Not a very happy new year for your LLC or corporation. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's Adam Talks, oh, 2024 is not going to be a fun year for 30 plus million Americans that have LLCs, corporations, and even self-directed IRA LLCs. Um, the Corporate Transparency Act is going to be a really, really bad hangover uh, that's going to last quite a long time for, for many of us. So today's podcast, um, as I promised I would do, we'll focus on what the Corporate Transparency Act is because there's still so many of us that uh, are not aware of what's coming in January 1, 2024, what the beneficial ownership interest report is, and who has to comply with it, who's exempted, and um, what are some other things that um, you need to be aware um, in completing the uh, BOI report? So it's real. Uh, November 8th, the Treasury Department basically uh, dashed any hopes we had that this was going to get pushed back for another year or so when they basically issued procedures on how to get a FinCEN number. Uh, why? Because in order to file a beneficial ownership interest or BOI report under the corporate Transparency Act, you need a FinCEN number. And now they're telling us how to get a FinCEN number. So once they're doing that, um, yeah, going to be uh, probably very, very low probability that they're just going to forget about this Corporate Transparency Act, uh, which essentially you know came to be in 2021 and uh, kind of forgot about it, just saying, yeah, it'll, next year we'll deal with it, next year we'll deal with it. Well, unfortunately, January 1, 2024 is just around the corner and we're all going to deal with it. Why? Because any new entity that's formed, and when I say any new entity, any entity that's for-profit, be an LLC, a corp, a partnership, C-corp, S-corp, that has less than 20 full-time employees and less than 5 million in revenue within 30 days. It, used, it, was a, it was a proposal to be within 90 days. Within 30 days of the state essentially establishing your entity, you need to file a beneficial ownership interest report or a BOI report with FinCEN. And the BOI report basically has like your name, your physical address, and a copy of your social, uh, excuse me, copy of your license or passport. If you make any changes to your company, like you change your address, your name, um, you also have to, within 30 days of that change, notify through FinCEN, file another amended uh, BOI report. Estimated over 5 million people um, each year will be impacted on top of over 35 million or so entities will need to report this. So starting in January 1, 2024, which is just around the corner, that's why the title, not a very happy new year, any entity that started after that point has 30 days to comply. Any entity set up prior to December 30 or January 1, 2024, so whether it's in December 23 or in 21 or 19, 2019 or 1981, you have until December 31, 2025. So 365 days to comply and file a BOI report so long as your entity is required to do so, meaning it has less than 20 full-time employees and 5 million in revenues. Um, it's for-profit business, not a, a trust, not a tax exempt, um, not like a bank uh, or, or other exception. But generally, if it's a small business under 20 full-time employees, 5 million bucks, you have to comply. You have a whole year to comply. If you have an existing company formed prior to January 1, 2024, any companies formed on January 1, 2024 beyond 
has 30 days to comply. What happens if you don't want to comply? What happens if you're not listening to this podcast or watching my videos and just you're on a beach in um, Tahiti or in, uh, Aruba or Miami Beach and the last thing you want to do is think about Corporate Transparency Act and BOIs and FinCEN and you're in La La Land and suddenly you and your buddies want to set up an entity or maybe you had an entity from a couple of years ago for a consulting business and um, you fail to comply. Well, guess what? There could be fines of up to $10,000 and yeah, up to two years in jail. <laughs> so yeah, the government's not messing around. Why are they trying to do this? Well, um, you know, they want to combat money laundering and, you know, terrorism, right? Um, they feel that there's a lot of money laundering and bad actors using U.S. entities to move money around um, and do some bad stuff. And they want to get more information and, and try to capture that. Um, that's great. I'm all uh, for trying to stop bad people from um, not paying taxes or worse, um, you know, doing um, unlawful things, especially terrorism. Um, I'm not sure we'll, you know, this will help, but from what I understand, there's less than 500 FinCEN employees and if 35 million reports are out there, uh, I guess through AI or other powerful uh, computer uh, programming, they'll, they'll be able to look for certain things. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of data, a lot of information. Governments love data. Is this a slippery slope? Uh, maybe. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of tax practitioners, a lot of privacy uh, proponents are saying, hey, the government can get this info through other means, right? They have tax, you can audit people. Um, they have info through EINs, um, bank account info. Like there's other ways to figure out how money is moved and who owns what, but um, tax returns, partnership returns, but um, they claim not. And um, this is where we are. So um, this is big. This is going to be a pretty bad hangover for a whole year to deal with this stuff. But I picked out like four or five items that I thought were interesting that I wanted to share about some of the wrinkles to this new uh, Corporate Transparency Act BOI report. Um, you know, the good news is you're going to be able to have someone do this for you. So if you have an IRA LLC or you have a 401k that uh, owns an entity to do uh, transactions, like for limited liability purposes, we can file this for you. So IRA Financial will offer this service to our existing clients that are part of our compliance program. If you have an IRLC that you set up over the last 10, 11 years or in the future going forward, we will comply with FinCEN um, and, and get this done within 30 days. There was hope that that 30 day would be a 90 day or even a 60 day, but that doesn't seem to be, uh, which is difficult because um, it seems like if you look at the actual uh, rule in itself, um, it says, and I'll quote, um, from when the state authorities confirm registration. So is that you know by mail? Is that by you know electronic email? Some states are different, and it's going to be tough, right? Let's say you you file your LLC today, you think you have the name XYZ LLC set up, and it it's not set up, uh, or the name is taken, and there's some confusion, and or the the email gets stuck in spam, and you don't know if it was actually done. It's going to cause some issues, so. Um, Again, I, I assume um, there'll be some corrective measures, but you know, what people will probably do just not to face penalties and even jail time is just kind of overcomply and just file uh, FinCEN no matter what. Uh, but we're going to help our clients do that. 
Um, you know, remember the big deadline is if it's um, entities that are existing pre-January 124, you have until January 125 to comply. Any new entities formed after January 124 have 30 days, okay? If you die, <laughs> whoever is your uh, beneficiary of your business interest, they have 30 days to uh, amend your FinCEN report. So um, another thing you gotta deal with when your loved one dies, <laughs> you gotta deal with FinCEN and update it. And if you don't, who knows, they may throw you in jail or fine you. Um, and that's gonna cause all kinds of issues with probate and, and wills. And sometimes people don't know who owns what, and sometimes it can take longer than 30 days. Um, it's gonna be a mess. Um, street address, it's the actual physical address, right? PO boxes are not allowed, okay? We will not, FinCEN will not accept PO boxes or addresses that law firms, CPA firms, or third parties allow. It has to be, you know, your, your actual physical address, okay? Um, not, another thing, fictional names, right? Let's say you your LLC is called ABCLC, but you use Adam's, uh, you know, ice cream store. Uh, you got to use your real name, not your fictional name, but the ABCLC, the exact name on the corporate records going to be used. Um, so just you know, kind of remember that um, as well. Minors, right? Let's say you have an 18, 16-year-old kid that owns an entity. Whoever is a responsible party needs to file for that person. And once that person turns 18, not 21, you have to amend the FinCEN report to add that now adult's name to the report. Um, so those are kind of the interesting things. I thought it really think, I, I would have bet, honestly, a lot of money. <laughs> if you asked me four or five months ago, is this going to get pushed back a year? I would say 100%, right? With like everything going on, have an election year coming in. Like, I didn't think anyone in Washington, uh, Treasury, would want to deal with this stuff. Um, you know, who wants pissed off uh, voters? But it looks like it's happening. I mean, since November 8th, when they finally issued procedures for how to actually acquire a FinCEN number and kind of some more um, you know, regulatory framework around actual using the FinCEN number, it seems like it's real, right? If they weren't going to have this thing happen, I don't think they announce uh, these procedures on how to get a FinCEN number. So um, I think it's going to happen, which is shocking. But this is so massive and so big. It's like a meteor uh, coming <laughs> that's coming right to earth if you're a business owner. Um, and no one's talking about it. I finally saw an article in the Wall Street Journal about it uh, a couple of days ago, which I think was in the editorial section or the opinion section, actually. Just saying, like, how what an overreach by the government this is, and what a uh, a burden this will be on businesses, existing or new. But uh, I haven't seen a lot of um, reporting on it at all. I haven't seen anything like a lot of CNBC. I watch CNBC all day. I haven't seen a lot about it, uh, which is shocking because they estimate 35 million entities will be impacted within the first few years. Uh, right? Any any for-profit business that has less than 20 employees and five million in revenue will need to comply, including self-directed IRLCs, right? It's not just who owns 25% or more, but who has substantial control over that entity. So you can own 15% or 1% of a company. If you're the CEO, the manager, the CFO, or make important business decisions, you have to, um, someone will be providing FinCEN and Treasury with your beneficial ownership interest, your name, your address, and like your license. Um, so um, that's good. It's going to piss off a lot of people who are like, wait, I'm just the CFO of this company or the CEO of this like small $4 million company. Why are you giving my name to the government? 
well, you have control, you make hiring decisions or bank account decisions or business decisions, your name's going to the government along with some other people. So you can have an instant like the self-directed IRLC where the beneficial ownership interest report is being filed by someone who owns 0%, right? With an IRLC, my IRA generally own 100% of the LLC. I'm just a manager, but my name will have to be given to FinCEN because I have substantial control over the entity. Just like if you have 10 business owners that each own 10%, but you have Joe Blow, that's the CEO, CFO, Joe Blow's name will have to be given to FinCEN, even though he doesn't own 1%, and the 10% owner's names don't have to be given. So you're going to be seeing some playing around. I'm sure you're going to see um, even bad actors. They'll, they'll figure out ways to get around this, have straw men, um, you know, kind of pay them to be the CEO. So their name goes to uh, FinCEN. Um, there's always ways around it. Um, and even if you ask for all this data, trust me, the bad actors, they'll spend all day trying to find maneuvers and circumvention to get around the rules. And I'm sure that's, that's what's going to happen here as well. Um, it's an overreach. Uh, I, I'm not in favor of it. I, I understand the intent I, I'm against money laundering, obviously against terrorism, uh, like all of us are. Uh, but there's got to be a better way to go after these bad actors. They should be able to do it through the banks and the wires or the crypto exchanges. Uh, that's how money gets moved. If you stop the money, who cares about the paperwork? The money's where the buck stops. But it's just a data crunch um, collection. Is it a slippery slope? A lot of people have talked about that. Uh, yeah, it could be. Like, what do they ask for next? Like, our name of our dogs. Um you know, how many times we have relations with our spouses, like, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, and this is just a start, probably, because once the government gets info, they get addicted to it. And it's they fall in love and get drunk on data. So and with AI and, and these more powerful computer systems, you know, they can certainly look for the information they need. And maybe from that, who knows where, where it goes. So just be aware. It's definitely not a happy new year for our LLCs and corporations, um, not just your IRA LLC, but also your for-profit LLC corporation, S-Corp partnership. Um, just to be clear, it does not apply directly to a 401k or a self-directed IRA, only to a self-directed IRA or 401k that is owns an LLC or a corp that does investments through that structure. If it's just directly owned by an IRA or a charity or a 401k, there's no um, BOI report required. Um, we see more people using trusts, yeah, maybe, right? Some bad actors will be like, hey, forget the LLC or the corp. I'm going to set up a trust and I'm just going to keep doing my bad stuff or a charity, right? A lot of bad terrorists, they set up charities in the US to move money overseas. Well, guess what? Charities don't have to um, comply with FinCEN. So if you're a, a bad ter terrorist operating outside the United States, you can still set up a US charity, collect donations from, uh, from people that either know or don't know what you're up to and then collect that money and then use it for bad purposes uh, against Americans or not. Um, and because it's a charity, it doesn't have to comply with FinCEN. So there's easy workarounds around this. I think it's not gonna do a lot. It's kind of just uh, a big uh, nuisance and um, uh, just another barrier to, to doing business in the United States. Um, there's easy workarounds. I can, I can list 10 ways to get around this thing right now. And I just thought about it for the last couple of months. So um, I don't know how successful it's going to be, but again, it, it is going to be um, a massive, massive new set of rules that we're all going to need to comply with, or at least 
you know, 30 plus million of us. So I will be promised I will be doing a lot more podcasts and videos about this. This is a super important topic. This is as big as, ah, I mean, the 1986 tax code. I mean, this is as big as like Roth IRAs or creation of capital gains. I mean, this is monstrous, right? This is as big as just creating the state tax or um, Sarbanes-Oxley. I mean, that type of difference making this will have, but it's going to have a difference on, on small businesses under 20 employees under 5 million in revenue, they're going to need to comply. And then if they screw up, there could be thousands of dollars in penalties and God forbid, even jail time. So um, yeah, we, we got to be careful. And um, that's my intent is to educate all of us. So uh, we know how to comply with this, know how to fill out the BOI. Uh, if you're a client of our financial, don't worry. We'll be in touch with you and we're going to help you do this. New or existing clients, we got you. Don't worry. We cover, we got your back. So thank you for um, hanging out with me today. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. This is a podcast generally drops every Wednesday or Thursday. It's doing like, I don't know, over five years. So this is a lot of fun. I love, probably my favorite time of the week is when I get to kind of prepare and do this podcast. So hope you guys enjoy it. I appreciate all the support. You guys have been awesome. Really get some great feedback. I even, you know, get to sometimes meet people randomly and they're like, oh my God, I listened to your podcast, saw your video. Like, really thank you. And that's the best compliment. Just, I love the fact that people are, are kind of digesting this content, hopefully becoming smarter. Uh, you don't have to spend $250,000 to go to law school to understand about self-directed retirement accounts. Like I did, I'm going to teach it to you. It's not that hard. Um, so that's it. Have a great, great day. I hope your um, holiday season's going awesome and see everyone again next week. Thanks.